<laughs> Sorry. I'm trying. Let's go, Cat Daddy. Let's get an update on Meowtown. It's just so funny. Like, if you told me, like, 15 years ago, yeah, you're going to live in Texas. <laughs> you're going to drive a pickup truck. You're going to have. Because he lived in Southern California and he drove like a black convertible Cobra Mustang. Awesome car. And now, and now, like, the now next, he's a cat daddy. Now he, no, now he moved to Texas. What do you have a camel hat? Now on? I drive. Yeah, I have. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I bought this hat in a gas station <laughs> when I when I was looking for that when I was looking for that Mastiff that got away. I don't know, like forty minutes south or something like that. I like drove all the way down there and I needed a hat. Uh-huh. So anyway, don't think this is like a chosen style. I just. <laughs> but he wears it on the podcast. Because <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Well, I know, but so, it, like any any hick southern boy with his camo hat, I mean. And that's what he was just saying. And I he, wouldn't say hick. That's a strong term. He has, <laughs> I, and, and I can use the what word. What would you use then? I can <laughs> use the word hick because my family, you know, I think I probably. she's a hick. Yeah. <laughs> she is a hick. Yeah. She, sells, she says wheelbarrow. So, so, so there's, wheelbarrow. There's, there is no judgment <laughs> on hicks. <laughs> I own it proudly. Laura, say oil. Oil. Okay, she doesn't do it. No, it's wheelbarrow. Wheelbarrow. She, <laughs> she doesn't do the oil. Oil. No, oil. But I do wheelbarrow. Yeah. I'm going to carry you over she there. She says y'all, too. Y'all, I mean, I say y'all all the time. I, I, picked, up y'all. Y'all, I picked up y'all like within within like two days. Of he, y'alls, he y'alls so hard. I don't y'all at all. Nobody well, y'alls but hard. You should. <laughs> I do not y'all. You know what else I picked up on the second day is fixing. I'm fixing to do this. I'm oh, yeah. Fixing don't do that one It's either. just, it, I'll say y'all when I'm like. Drinking with my real <laughs> country with your, friends. With your hick with friends. Your hick with, my hick, with my hick friends, yeah. Speaking of your hick friends. They wear cowboy hats. I'm pretty fr- sure they wouldn't he's mind. Got, he's, got a, he's got a new friend that, what was his name? The, There's like three of them. The one that I met that was out there with With Shannon. the beard? Yeah. yeah. That's Brit. No, it had a different name than that, didn't it? Anyway. The guy with the red truck. Anyway, I was chatting with him out there, and I thought to myself, Travis, these, these, this is a cowboy. He's got like a cowboy friend. He's not even a cowboy. He's like he a, works for Capital One. He's like, <laughs> no, he's like a Fort Worth cowboy guy. Has a cowboy hat on. He looks like one. On, no. You don't. Well, no. You he don't is, have to is, be a cowboy to own a cowboy hat. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know the like. What is a cowboy? Do you actually have to like ride a horse? And, you like, have to own a ranch a, and like rope and a go cow? to rodeos and stuff. I don't understand, like, the... Uh, well, there is a hierarchy to cowboyism, because you can't... Cowboy-ing? cowboy you know. Like, cowboy-ism is something cowboy, a cowboy would say, like cowboy but cowboy-ing is what, yeah. Cowboy up. You know, that means... That means you just dress up like a cowboy. No. Cowboy up means you're going to take care of business. You're going to cowboy up, you know. Cowboy gonna, up. That's a yeah. bootstraps. No. You yeah. didn't know that? No. But no, there's two kinds of cowboys. You got your Cadillac cowboys. Those are the ones that they go to Luke. Cadillac you know the, the they, got, they got rhinestones. Yes. Yeah. No, they go to the really expensive and they have like the really expensive boots and the belt and the hat, and they learn how to do t- two step at a country bar. Pearl snaps. And Pearl but snaps. they've never been on a ranch or anything. And then uh, and then you've got the cowboys that wear the cowboy. You know they wear camo baseball caps and. Their cowboy hats are dirty because they've been out cowboying. They're hunters. They're hunter well, guys. Well, they're cowboys. out on their their ranches. Dirty. They're doing ranching. They're yeah, they're ranching. And I don't think the two groups like think very much of each other. Oh, there you go. Oh, I didn't know there you was. You know, like, like a, a real cowboy would laugh at like 
the dr- Cadillac cowboy. Yeah, the dressed up cowboy. Because he's pretending to be a cowboy. Right. He's not a real cowboy. But what uh, what you were getting to when you said 15 years ago, because you have made this reference many times. Have I? Many times. I've only just now thought about it's it. It's usually, it's usually <laughs> when me and Trav are like, we're like in a truck. Truck. Driving truck. like on the back trails Beat or something, like truck. picking up firewood or something. Firewood. And it's like, we're just. Bundled down the trail. And, he, and he, he says, Mama? Mama. You told me 15 years ago I would never have envisioned myself to be living the way that I live right now. Like I said, you go back to that convertible Mustang. Very it was nice cool. Mustang. It was he cool. Like, car. Travis, you know, he's like that like fancy food taste. And it, in still California, he, yeah, he, li- still does. he liked dressing <laughs> up. He liked, he's like a dress up guy. And now look at him. He's got a camel hat on. He that he bought at the gas station. J. Crew sweaters. And, you know. He did. He's kind of a little preppy. <laughs> How many sweater vests did you own? I still have them. I have like six. <laughs> See? He moved here and he became a different person. Well, I had to assimilate. You know, I remember going to the, like that old uh, cowboy bar up the road just one time. And I'm, I like, I think I went to dinner with you guys. We went to like a nice dinner. And I'm like, eh, we'll go to the Drop you guys go down to that cowboy I'm going bar. to the bar, go shoot some pool. And then, like... Did you go in with your sweater vest on? I did. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> it didn't work out. <laughs> it didn't work out. <laughs> it threw him out. They judged me. <laughs> Mama. <laughs> <laughs> they judging on me. No, it's not like I got beat up or anything. It's just like, you could tell, like, the people... Were, there was a record scratch they were looking at you. Yeah. The re- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were looking at you oddly. Yeah. So you just gotta like one of these is not like in. the other. Yeah. Well, you know, I think that's with anywhere. It's like <clears throat> I don't know. You move to Florida, you're not gonna like I don't know. Wear sweatpants every day. I don't know. I don't have a good analogy for that. So what you were leading to when you started with the 15 years ago? Well, you're leading to your cat daddyism now. Yeah. <laughs> now I am a carer, a carer of cats. I just like how we how we got back. I like how we got back to the corner of being cat daddy. Like we're gonna get cats and you're gonna take care of them. No, he was on board with getting the cats. He didn't want to get six cats. No, and I remember te- I remember texting you like two weeks before. Yeah, he was I'm terrified. Not, we're not doing six. <laughs> That's way too many. And I still kind of think it is. Um, I go by the advice of the people who run the barn cat restaurant. Great not what your preference would be. <laughs> <clears throat> That's what I went with. Yeah. I don't know, though. I knew that you were a cat daddy when... <laughs> when... We started talking about when they're going to be released. Yep. And oh, th- yeah. And this was like the most hilarious text conversation that we've had and I don't know when because the f- it was like, well, we could release them here. And Travis like, well, no. It's going to get cold It's going to It's going to rain that rain. day. And then he goes, and then we've got a bunch of clients coming. Because it's going to be Christmas, so we'll and have it, a lot of clients. A lot of cars. Lots a lot of, of cars. cars. Lots of, yeah. And so, like, whatever we said, there was, like... He had an excuse for. Yes, and I was like, back. oh, he's full-on cat. I asked him, well, well, these are, these are, these are valid concerns, though. It's like, we have to, I have to, I have to, it's my job to condition them to the environment around them. And you can't just be like, oh, I'll condition you for a day or two and think it's going to click. No, we need to, and, and, and we did, and I, I'm, I feel really happy about how we did that and, and the, the, the process in which we went through. How First, long have they been in there? The, they came to us like two weeks before Thanksgiving. Oh, okay. I thought it was. I yeah, it so was me and Trevor tried to figure this out earlier. About two months. We, he was, was like October. September, and I'm like, nah. Well, two weeks before Thanksgiving. No, it was it was two weeks before Thanksgiving because 
maybe it was three weeks before Thanksgiving. Because I remember the lady saying so to me that, October. That, that they would come, <laughs> yeah. pick, they were going to come pick up their, remember the stuff that they all brought? Yeah. You know, because the, they, they said they would be due to pick that up on Thanksgiving. So they said, we're not going to do that. Because, because they normally do a two week, but. But I couldn't remember if. It is. Was it two weeks they wanted us to keep them in there? They wanted two weeks where they're in the barn, in cages, separated. And then a week inside the barn without the cages. I'm not Wasn't even, sure. I'm not like even sure if they said that. I think it was just after that two weeks. It was no, just like, no, they said it wanted us to keep them inside, out okay. of the cages. I think it was a week. So anyway, it was, it was a, the end of October, beginning of November. And then okay. it started to get cold. It started to get cold, yeah. but... It's chilly. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's cold out there. Jelly room, my cat. They're just little. We didn't want the process of. I wanted to really solidify to them that this is where it's safe. This is me out. This is this is yeah. where it's safe, and then to solidify to them how to get in and how to get out quickly. If that's what they on both sides of the. The the reason I wanted both sides of the building was because Princess kind of owns space a little bit. Yeah. So we didn't want her owning one door and controlling that cat door. Like if they are not going to slap them when they come. Because in, she like, did yeah. that in when and she, she was did in that the, in their, when they were in their first initial runs. That she was wasn't like the cat. That. She used the litter box. Yes, she's done that with food. She kind of does that with everything. And then when you change things, she kind of does it a little more, and then it kind of fades out. Yeah. Luckily, no one's like intimidated by her. They all know she's crazy. They just yeah. walk right past her. Yeah. Like, um, but yeah, wanted two different doors, um. Just you conditioned wanted... them to their carrot, their carrot being their little can of food. Yeah. Yes. Teaching yeah. them that. Which comes every night, and the box is always clean, and, you know, just, just to make sure that they're that they're comfortable in that space. Obviously, heating pads, cat houses, blah, 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 you know, so. Cat houses from Germany. But then, mm. but then with the Ukraine. straw outside Ukraine. that leads them right up to their cat door, we thought it would be nice if we put the ca- uh, cages on that so that they could go outside but still be safe mm-hmm. to view their surroundings. And, and to they, understand the door goes outside, even though they can't go outside. We still could still... never get the cats to push the cat door open. Not one of them. Not one of them. And they're still taped open, right? Yep. Yeah. My cat, you know, we had a dog door at our house. My cat never went out yeah. the dog door. Yeah. And that's that's kind of, that was kind of a hard door. That that cat door, it was like a, it's like a hard plastic. It's really thin. It's not heavy or uh-huh. anything. But... And I, I tried so many different times. And, you know, when I go to feed them, they're really jacked up about that food. Yeah. So, and once again, that's like my only currency to work with these animals. Yeah. Is, is, is there is, excitement is, is, about is, the food? Is, is that in which obviously we conditioned. But, you know, so I would go to feed them sometimes and just like stick the food out that door and then just wait. And even though they're all animated and they're all like, they just, they, they just, just won't push the door. They just wouldn't do it. Yeah. So, and I kind of. You know, we, we, we kind of knew that would potentially be a factor. Yes. So we just have to. It just is what it is. We just have to work around it. Yep. You know, maybe in the future we could look at like a different cat door or maybe. something like that. Because I would like for not to just be taped open because there is like a little bit of a draft going through there. But still, it's like, yeah, man, you, you got you got shelter, you got heating pads, you got, you know. That's what there's a there's a point where you have to shrug mm. and go, I've done the best I can. Yeah. You know, I've just done the best I can. <clears throat> yeah. So anyway, you know, we we. Put the put the cages on the on the straw for the doors so they can learn that they can go through that door and be outside. They really like that. They really did like it. Um, you know, I got like, you know, we would see it on video, and then you know, I have like pictures of it, or I would just come home and there's like three of them out there just in that, just looking out, and mm-hmm. just. And that's good too because I need to, 
you know, I wanted them to get used to their surroundings without having to just jump in and mm-hmm. then get in trouble and not and then just be lost or yeah. you know, I don't know. But like that that was that was what what I was thinking. So anyway, you know, I th- I think, you know, all those little things that we did just to condition mm-hmm. them to their space, the routine of the can. It's always dry food, there's always fresh water, there's always a clean box, you know. Um you're building them a bonfire. Why, why would you ever leave? I built a bonfire the other night. <laughs> <laughs> Just because it was dark. <laughs> because every every barn cat should have its own barn yes. fire. And this is, and this is what Travis says whenever we laugh at him. He's like, my cats. <laughs> <laughs> my cats. It's just so funny to Take me. Care of my cats. And I just Take care of my cats. cats. And I just laugh because a lot of times for the rescue, we will need a cat test. And poor Wes and poor Whitey. We've tortured poor Whitey, he, you know, all these years. He's not tortured. He thinks it's hilarious. Yeah. So don't but feel bad for him, okay? Yeah, I don't feel I, bad I for need him. A, I need a cat test. So I've always, and I like cats. And I thought, oh, you know, for a while we weren't able to use the isolation room. And I thought, we could get a cat. I, we could have a cat over there at the sanctuary and, you know. Mm-hmm. And so one time I saw, for some reason, I saw like a couple cats that needed a rescue. They really need a rescue. And oh, we had closed, I don't know. Well, we closed for COVID, I think. And we said, well, let's just rescue some cats. And, so I thought, and Travis, like, He's I like, could no. feel him come unglued <laughs> through the phone. Because those weren't his cats. I, I'm out. No, we're I don't not do cats. We're not going to do cats. And I'm like, okay. You <laughs> can't mix them at the sanctuary either. You know That's what? This work. is the thing. This is my thought. And I, I, I Dogs and cats living, living together. together. Mess. <laughs> it's, the, it's the cats that live at the vet clinic. I just don't get it. Those are anomalies. Yes, they well, are. Those and are they're like cats. princess because I saw Chad at my vet clinic <coughs> this week. Chad's the one that bopped Big Dog straight on the head. Is Chad is a cat? Chad's the cat. <laughs> And so, you know, I it's did great my name for a cat. Here, kitty, kitty. She goes, it's Chad. It's Chad. And so I picked. He doesn't like kitty, kitty. He likes Chad. It's Chad, the cat. He's a dog cat. So their they, their front door is like Dr. Reno's. It's glass where you can just see out all the way down to the floor. Yeah. Well, I'm sitting out front, you know, because I'm always on time. She's always early. Always. Mm. And so I was waiting for them to open because I had to be there at 8 o'clock. There's Chad sitting at the door. <laughs> He's like, you going to bring in one of those dogs I can bop. <laughs> but, no, I, I would have liked I just, it. I just don't like the combination. I still don't like it. No. Because it's a horrible there's, because, idea. Because there's lots of dogs that are pretty dangerous. Well, you can't cat. have yeah. a dumb cat at a vet clinic. You have to have a cat like Chad that's yeah, smart. Like said, that's and a very, with, that's a, yeah, that's very, a, very specific That's a one percenter cat. That's, that's Whitey. Whitey yeah. can do that. Not my other cats. You can't have them in there. Princess Mm-mm. can probably do that if she People got used to People just need to not it. touch her because she'll bite you. Because, but yeah, but she would bite a person. Yeah. You know, she yeah. made she made, she's made me bleed. So like. <laughs> <I know. laughs> Pam, when we first got Princess, Pam's like, oh, be, well, Princess loves I me. I love her. <laughs> she loves me. I go, I don't know why you think that because I mean, because Princess has. It's moves. because you enjoy telling people that animals don't like them. No. That's <laughs> because because then it's Princess funny because it's true. Slapped her and then Pam goes, Princess was mean to me. Try <laughs> <laughs> to tell you she's a psycho cat. We warned yeah. you. I can pet Princess. I can pet her every day, but then you know it's just like a. Yeah, and that's it. Because there's there's rules with cats when you pet them. Like, there's terms and conditions when you pet a cat. Like when they roll over and show you their belly, don't do that. It's, it's an invitation. That's like, that's a, that's, that's, a, that's like a mouse trap with claws yeah. on it. Like, yeah. don't you you don't. Oh, I just rubbed your belly. No, no, no. You're gonna bleed <laughs> like a puppy. <laughs> you can scratch them on their head. You can scratch them up on their back and on their tail. As soon as they flip over, 
Nope. Tapping out. You're, you're gonna bleed. Well, when we went over to open up, I mean, it was time to open up. It's funny because I sent a text in our thread with me, you, and Jess, and I said we're opening up the cats today. And Jessica sends one of those one of those gifts with a guy going like, like hyperventilating, breathing in a brown bag. <laughs> Cat daddy's having stress. Cat daddy's. So well, I mean, it was no one. We all wanted them to go out. Well, but no one wanted for. them to go out, if that makes sense. I just, I, I felt like I knew cats well enough that I, because I think his fear was that we're going to open it up and they're going to flee. They're going to run into and the woods be, and we'll never and, see and them we'll again. And we'll never see them again. They'll be afraid. But I knew that they, I knew we had conditioned them, if they're afraid, that they'll stay inside or they'll hide inside because that's what they've done the two months they've been in there. I seldom see those cats. Because they don't, they're they don't know me. I'm not cat daddy. Go in there and open a can. So, I I went in, I, went, I went in there to feed them when Trav was gone, and I go in there and they scatter and they run from me. But you open you open up that can of cat food and here they all come out of their little hide spots. Well, I I went down there to feed them their can, but I don't feed them as late as he feeds them. Uh-huh. So I because I just needed to get the job done. You know, I'm like you. I'm come eight o'clock. I'm not crossing stuff off my list. You're gonna turn to a pumpkin too. You're close. Anyway. When I went down there at like six and to feed them their cans, I saw no cats. I called Kitty Kitty. I got the can. I got nothing. They they're, knew you weren't they're genuine. All, they're all hiding and they're like, bitch. You're early. <laughs> I'll eat that not, later. It's not, this is not what time Cat Daddy comes. <laughs> Cat Daddy comes like 11. <laughs> so and when it was time to open up, I said, what I want to do is go in there and open up the big roll-up door. Just open it up and let's just see what they do. And we didn't, Princess was the only, Princess was very animated that day. Because some days she is, she's meowing. She's flipping on the ground in front of you. She was meowing and social, but then as soon as you, once again, as soon as you change something in the environment, she's kind of, she's going to be stressed. Yes. So So she, she didn't just like, you know, trot out the door. She like stayed inside. She's looking, she kind of stayed inside. She's looking. And then she'd like venture out like three feet, and then she gets a little bit scared, and she runs back in. Yeah, the wind blows on her. And she's like, yeah. ooh. ooh, what was that? Yeah. But you know, we saw Betty up on a top shelf where she didn't even lift her head. She was my favorite. She's <laughs> just looking around like, what are you guys doing? What are you doing? <laughs> and then we didn't see anybody else. <clears throat> so that was kind of. Did you open both doors or one door? We opened both doors. Okay. And so then I thought I need to leave because you yeah. know they like Cat Daddy. They don't really like me. And then as soon as I got home, like a half hour later, you sent pictures of, I think Birdie was, was the first one that w- was on the straw out her little cat door, mm-hmm. and then maybe Conan. Mm-hmm. And they all just kind of started just, you know, just kind of venturing out and just kind of running around. And and looked um, like Princess went pretty far out there. Like yeah, all the way to like my front yard. So that's like, that's like, you know, I don't know, 150 feet away from the barn. It's pretty far. Yeah. So... That, but that was the farthest. Was it Conan that went behind the barn, and did he go on the other side of the fence to your neighbor's house? Did he go on the other side, or is he? Yeah, he went. He went to the farm property. Oh, he did. Yeah, that's scary. I know. He's kind of going the opposite way in which I need him to go, but he's a cat, so. <laughs> he's a cat. Can't do what cats want. Yeah, I guess that's why you wanted six, because it can just. That's the whole thing. And you know, it's it's gonna it's just gonna be like an evolving thing, you know, to where. As time goes on, they get more comfortable. Maybe some will roam farther. Maybe some won't roam at all. Yeah. You know. Um, the weather will get better, so it's yeah, it's warmer outside. Yeah. There's more bugs. There's I mean, all kinds of things will yeah. change the yeah. dynamic of that. 
but their home base is always going to be that building. That is that is what we solidified, and that's and that's what you know. Even if I go in and like you know, or one disappears, or I don't see one anymore. You know, once I did like everything we could do, everything that I was supposed yeah. to do to make this like successful. So, so last night was their first night that you went to feed them. That was, that was the second night. Their second night, and yeah. Conan didn't come in. Yeah. And you went out and called him multiple times, but he still never came in. Yeah. So you had to go to bed knowing Conan's out there somewhere. Unfortunately. But of he, course could. He, he can go in. There's cat yeah. he's, it's He can. Yeah. You, he just, can. you just envision that he's killed. That's all. Well, that's yeah, you just, you just think the worst. <laughs> and But, you know, once again, it's like I've done all that I can do. Right. You know, um, there's still more things you have to do. Like, you know, if I see a coyote, I mean, you're gone. Yeah. Like, I'm not... Because coyotes, you know, they will start getting behaving the Im- improperly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, we just—they're super savvy. They're super smart. I, I have some shots of Conan earlier on that other side of the fence, and he's just like—he hunting in the zone, just yeah. just doing doing his cat stuff, doing doing, cat doing exactly what I want him to do. Um, so first thing this morning, Travis sends us a picture <laughs> of. There's Conan because he didn't. Well, because yeah, I texted you guys last night that he just he just didn't come just in. Didn't come and in. I just stood out there for like 20 minutes and I just called and called and called and yeah. so, but he just he's wa- not going to wasn't coming. Yeah. So and he usually really likes his camp. Yeah. You know, it's like there's a couple that can. It's just Betty, Betty and Princess. Sometimes Princess really wants her can. She's gonna like hiss at people who come around, and other times she's like not even <laughs> gonna come out. That's just because she's crazy. Because she's yeah. crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, usually Betty is just like, she's not gonna be excited about can like at all. She's just watching. She's just up there perched, just watching everybody. She's the fattest cat though. She's yeah yeah. yeah. She she's came pretty fat. Princess came fat too, but Princess isn't fat anymore. She kind of thinned out. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, um, you know. Conan didn't show up, and so I was just kind of stressing. But once again, there's just not a lot I can do. It's not like I can send out a search party to look for him. Right. It's not like he's going to come running to me if I go see him out in the woods or anything. So nope. The lights are on in the barn. It lights up a huge area. You can yep. see the lights in the barn from, you know, 100, 200 yards away in the thick woods out here. So They know their way in. You know where to go. There's a fire going, smoke blowing. You know, you can you can find me by scent. You can find me by sight. You can find me by sound. Yeah. You've been conditioned to this place, so I just had to go to bed. Yep. So <clears throat> he said they went that he was going over to the pond property. Mm-hmm. So, so for so yeah, um, seven thirty in the morning. I'm just out on the porch and just kind of looking around, see what I see. It's freaking cold. It's like nineteen degrees. Um, kind of looking around. Go back inside, feed the dogs. Come back out again, like seven forty-five. There he is. There he is, sitting next to the straw. It was funny too, because I thought like, oh, it's just like you know, it's getting daylight. Like maybe you're, maybe you realize you made a mistake and you're all cold and you want just want to run in. But no, he just like stands there at that hay bale and just like looks at me. Yeah. And just like, then he just like sits on the hay bale. He just like sits by the little opening, just looking around. It's like, man, it's cold. Go inside. There's heating. There's, but. I guess he's just not it's like I'm out here being a cat. He's just not cold. Nope. I mean, yeah, well, they're just they're just kind of way tougher than I thought. Or I guess you know, feral ones are way tougher. So I just imagine a house cat being like, "Yeah, let me in! Oh my god!" You know, cat. I mean, cats. I don't think of cats being as cold as you know, like a chihuahua or something. But he, yeah. the three black cats, lived outside at this man's they house. Did. They did. Mm-hmm. They for were their whole time. They were outside. And he kept cats. trying to. 
had them not be feral and it just never worked. But they were never in, inside, is what that lady said. Uh-huh. Hmm. So three black it. ones. He likes his outdoors. Yeah. Oh, man. And that's, you know, it's it's good for them, too, because, you know, for, for a while, I, I, I would feel bad for how long that they're stuck in the barn, because it's like, you know. It's just so boring. Boring. You know? It sucks. Nothing to hunt. Being Nothing, that they yeah. killed the one rat the first yeah, they, week. They killed, they killed that, the first That <laughs> one big, fat jerk And they're like, rat. what else you got? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> after, Nothing else in here? After that, We're going to have like, to go to PetSmart and buy some. <laughs> <laughs> she did. She bought these little... I bought these little stuffed cloth little rats. And, they, and you know what? They all disappeared. They like. Yeah. Took, I think they took them to their lairs. Yeah. <laughs> One of them was kind of ripped open in its belly. It's like they got so bored they were swatting the cameras down that we had in there. They moving did. Around. They yeah. did. We went in there and looked for one of the cameras, and it's on the floor in the corner. Like, <laughs> or one of y'all sent a photo though. It's like the cats, like right there. That was the birdie. Cam- yeah, the the cam got camera that shot. Thing. It was the. The birdie peeking at the camera. Travis like, oh no, birdie, birdie knows she was, we've been had. She's aware. <laughs> so I, I went think... down. I was down at Trap's house. Like it was, I think it was like the second night or the first night that the cats had been like outside, and you just hear this. It's the squirrels. They're like, holy crap, you guys! There's cats out here now, and they're like all talking to each other about That's it. And hilarious. like, I heard that again like this morning. Like I was. I heard like I never heard that before. But yeah, those squirrels are yeah. Seeker well, life of well, pets. Well, because because the squirrels in my front yard, it's like crazy. Yeah, I've huge seen fat squirrels. I have pictures on my phone where it's just like I just take one picture of my front yard and there's like eight squirrels in that photo. There's all kinds of really nice established pecan trees in my front yard, so they they want all those nuts. They know all the trees. They are up. All the all the trees are trimmed and they can. It's all just a connecting canopy where all the squirrels. It's it's like squirrel paradise. Yeah. So their whole world's kind of thrown upside down right now. <laughs> you know, one false move and you fall to the ground. It's over. Maybe. Well. Yeah. It's like it's a, a squirrel chatty. They become Cats a fancy beast. Yeah. And I never really had a problem with the squirrels. I know some people do, like in yeah, the suburbs. Yeah, like getting in their attics and stuff. Oh, in their attics we had to pay two thousand dollars to have this guy come out and go into all the like gables and different places and he had to put metal where they were chewing and getting in our attic wow. and what do they no. want to get in there for because it's squirrels. warm now i've never i've never had one single issue with squirrels uh-huh. with cords or yeah trying to get into my attic they a lot of people think of them as, as rats, rats of the city they kind of yeah. are i i had a friend mention that to me one time it's just like because I, I never mind them they never did anything but he lived in the city and he's like man this is a tree rat and i was like whoa <laughs> All right, like they're cute. They are cute. They're cute so, till they're chewing know. up wires in your attic. But they never cute. mess with me, so I never minded them. But yeah, yeah, but their whole world's like thrown upside down now. Yeah, but they got plenty of room. Go in the go somewhere else. Well, not to mention, stay up in your <laughs> trees. Yeah. yeah, you know, do tree stuff. I just like the chatter though. It's like the uh, the squirrel party line of them all, all on the. They get mad. Yeah, I thought it was those jungle birds like in the park. He's like, no, those are squirrels. They're upset. <laughs> yeah, it's a bunch of mad squirrels. And I hope they don't kill any squirrels, but mm-hmm. what am I supposed to do? Cats being cats. That's nature. Yeah, it's natural. Now, if, if, if they get a squirrel, they've got to be they've got to be very fast, very good to get a squirrel. Sweeps has never gotten a squirrel. No. None of my dogs have ever gotten a squirrel. No, I remember Sweeps no one time. The, no dogs in the kennel yard have nope. ever gotten a squirrel. <clears throat> oh, Jessica said Daryl almost got Come a squirrel close. at her house. They've had lots of almost, but no. I had never Sweeps sh- get so close one time. I was like walking up to your house, like in the front. And I always have sweeps usually off leash because she's the best. And I was like walking all the other dogs, 
and you hear that thump where like a squirrel like sometimes they fall out of the tree mm-hmm. or they jump out or whatever heard that thump and sweeps just went like Ooh, went right for it and sweeps is like so close i'm watching like the whole time that squirrel goes up that tree and sweeps leaps into the air with her mouth like that and just misses just misses it and then of course the squirrel runs up the tree and then and then sweeps is on the ground with her mouth chattering all mad. Like that was the closest I've ever seen any one of my dogs. Cause they're so fast. They're so smart. Of course you can climb a tree. So yeah. Like. Well, and those squirrels, when they get on like the top of our fence has, you know, a, a flat plank like this on the top. So it's like the perfect running of it. Uh-huh. Yeah. And they like to come down to our swimming pool and get a drink out of the pool. Uh-huh. So they all look is big dog out there mm-hmm. and then they'll come on down well, he'll be over here, and he's like, you know, and like going for them, and they'll get up on this flat part, and then their that tail will go like this, yeah, they flick that tail, yeah. and they go. <laughs> the dog that I have that goes after the squirrel, you would never dream which dog it is that goes after a squirrel every single morning, is Loretta. What? You're right, I never would have guessed that. Yep. Every single morning. She makes a beeline for the trees. She's going to get herself a squirrel. She never even comes close. She's so slow. (laughs) In her mind, she's going to get herself a squirrel. Never comes close. Not even close to that. So all in all, Meow Town is doing pretty good. I mean, going good. I'll go go feed them tonight and, you know, see if everyone's And like you said, it'll be a, it'll be a, it'll be a, work in progress you know with seasons and as they get more acclimated and they have like you know they have so much more to figure out now so it's like but once again you know we i, I set that baseline and which is all i can do yeah of just you have that barn it's food in there it's warm you get canned food every night i call you in <clears throat> it that that's that's like one of the hard things about it too because like being a control freak and taking care of animals it's like you want to make sure that you have like every single potential variable, you know, that you do the best you can, even though so, something can always happen. Mm-hmm. But with this, it's just like, like lying to bed last night. It's just like, I did everything I can. You know, I just mm-hmm. have to, you just have to kind of let it go. And at least it was him. If it was anyone else, I'd be more worried. But he's, you know, Conan's a badass. Yeah, he's really savvy. He's a big old black, you know, black cat. And he's a, yeah, just super smart. Because he's like feral, but he's he's one of the ones that, that, that I can touch and then I can pet. And he kind of likes pets. Um, but also, it's like, once again, it's like, you know, give it a little touch and then... Will he bite you? Yeah. He thinks about biting me. Yeah. So, which is fine. I don't need a lot. I'm just letting you know that we're good. I'm just trying to, I just try to do that because, like, I think in the summertime, I'll probably have to put, like, front light on him or something. You think you can? I think I can. Some of them probably. Yeah. Yeah. I think I can do. I think I can do five of them. Well, who knows? By then, you, you might be able to do Jenny? more. It's that I can never remember her name either. But it's it's that smallest black female cat. Well, I'm not sure which one is which. There's I'm not the, either. The Scarlet and Little Bit is their names. But oh, okay. So so Little Bit, obviously she because she's the smallest. Oh, okay. So I don't even know the other black cat's name. I can pet her too. You can pet her too. Mm-hmm. You could pet Betty. Yeah. Yeah. She's not because really, he's cat daddy. She's not really. She's not really into it. She kind of does it to kind of appease you. <laughs> she's so smart. Um, she seems very. Um, I don't. Uh, not not really aloof. She's very confident. She's very yeah. She is. She is the most confident cat. 
And like I said, I, I've seen it. Like, I've, I'll click on the videos and, you know, Princess is just being a bitch and just, like, you know, balking for food or you can't go here. Yeah. And I'll see her move to oppose Betty. And then Betty just sits there and just will just look at her. And then Betty will just get up, just walk right past her and just brush just herself. Kind of bump her a little bit. Brush herself up against her and walk away. Like roller derby. <laughs> <laughs> bitch. And Betty, you know, Betty loves that little birdie. You yep. know, and just follows her around like a mama. Isn't that funny? And they play, and I have seen those two play on the cameras. Yeah, I've seen and those they two. were and they were playing outside. They were playing outside by the hay bale that like faces my house. They're just like Cute. dancing, dancing around out there. I don't think that's what Betty's necessarily into. She's just taking like a motherly role to, to Birdie. Birdie. Yeah. yeah. Where she's just gonna follow her around and make sure she's okay. Birdie looks like she's inbred. Yeah, Birdie looks like the one who's like the she, most vulnerable. Yeah. She's got one eye that's littler than another. I noticed when I saw her today, yeah. uh, the photo toes. of her. Gets, say, doesn't yeah. she have a mutant foot or something? Yeah. Yeah, her toes are weird. Yeah, mm. she's, in, she's just badly Looks inbred. like a baseball mitt. Her mother's her sister or mm. something like that. Yeah. So. With the that cat that's called him was outside last night. Cold last night. Looks Very cold. So where does he go to not freeze? I mean, he's, I don't know if he's going to freeze. Not, but he's not laying anywhere. He's moving. He's hunting. Oh, Okay. So yeah. it's so it's like it's like if you were out like hunting hogs or something. You're not laying down trying to stay warm. It's like that's you're true. moving. You know, if well, I'll go out there and I'll be freezing my my ass off. But like after like ten or fifteen minutes, and you keep moving, you're fine. Exactly. Okay. okay. I don't believe that. You and I think we want to go out there I'm in the <laughs> in the dark and and just move well, and hope we're fine. You can't do that because your bones would shatter. I'm not going so. out there because I will die as soon as I go out the door. <laughs> I will just die. Your mom did show me what y'all did out in the cold today, though, of fixing the fence down there with the impact. My hands were cold but i didn't complain about it like you did yes i did i complained the whole time <laughs> i like i like people to know that that i'm unhappy <laughs> <laughs> repeatedly like yeah like every th- yeah. every three and a half minutes I like you, you need we need stand. a reminder no because it's the first text of the day it's cold outside this is ass <laughs> every this is time ass. And I, like this morning. this morning, I was waiting for that text yep. to come, like because I knew it was coming. I'm gonna start keeping track of how many times you talk about the cold in, in like each channel. And, like, I'll give you a, I'll give you a summary at the end of the day. You gotta get like that Under Armour stuff. Like you know what? I, I have it. I have I get it. So sick of t- tired of when people tell me. So you need a layer. You need to put this. It doesn't work. It doesn't help me. You do need the it vest though that Ricky you. It got. Doesn't. I That's have, why people wear I them ha- I have and them. use them. <laughs> if it didn't thermals. work, nobody would do it. I wear thermals. You know what? I'm still freezing. Top cold. and bottom, wool socks. Doesn't matter. No, you're lying. See, now you're just yeah. a liar. Either that or it's psychological. You need yeah. that battery operated vest that Terry has. She presses a button and the whole thing turns on. So it's like wearing a heating blanket. You know what I need? To not go outside in summer. Like, nope. That's why I laugh at you and I don't care that it's you're cold like, because you laugh at me when it's summertime and it's hot. So, oh man. But it's just, <laughs> it's, it's, you're cold. It's I don't funny care. That you're because cold. it's like, okay, she does not like to be out in the cold weather. Oh, let's open a dog ranch where we need to be outside taking dogs out. This is, into this the is why I would she not, looked at Colorado the, before Texas. No, yeah, I looked she at did. Colorado for about idiot. five seconds. Yeah. When I looked at the weather in Colorado, I go, that ain't happening. Yeah. I, ain't, I, ain't I put down there. the shovel mandate. Like, you can live where there's snow, but I will not shovel snow. I will not. I will not live in a snow. place where I have to shovel snow. That. So, yeah, I, I looked at like Georgia. I looked at Texas. I looked at like South Carolina. Looked at, you know, because I'm not doing, I'm not doing. Well, you just wanted to say y'all and, you know, get cowboy boots and stuff. (laughs) Cadillac cowboys. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. 
15 years ago, Travis would never have seen himself as cat daddy no. with a camel hat. Nope. I mean, Wes, I would have s- called Wes, like if you had to pick someone who you thought would be the cat daddy, Meh. it would have been Wes. Travis lives right next to him, though. If, if I lived in that house, I'd be cat daddy. Just proximity. Well, you are a cat daddy. You've been a yeah, cat, daddy. cat daddy. Yet. You are the OG cat daddy. Seriously. <laughs> Why is it so funny for Laura to say OG cat daddy? Because I'm old and I. I'm I'm old and I shouldn't be saying stuff. So like whenever sure. I the say fact that that's even I in your vernacular. Is, is no, I shouldn't say stuff like this. So Danny is on the and I have to tell him I got to teach him because you know he's really old. So <laughs> Danny was talking about my little granddaughter who's. 18 months old and saying she's such a princess she just looks like Brienne and Brienne's making her into a princess and just and you know what a sweet little princess she is and on and on and I'm like who do you think created the original princess the OG it was me Brienne is a and he goes what's the OG (laughs) yeah and then and then someone said POV Um, and he's like he didn't know what that was and I had to like tell him, you know, from my point of view. Da, da, da. I'll do that with with like Eva, like she'll work there, and she you, likes to throw lingo on. Well, us. Like, well, and I, and I'll hear it, and some of it's good. So like I like 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 if a song is really good, that song slaps. So what? I that, yeah, slaps. That song slaps. I don't know. I don't know where that came from, but I like it, and it works. So I'll say it, and she's like, "You can't say that." <laughs> Yeah, just like I, just like yeah. I used to do to you when you would try to do the same thing. What did even? Hey, what's up? She, I'm old now. <laughs> she texted something the other day. What was that? She texts up all the time, and and everybody's like, about. "Why do you need to say less? Why don't you just say your no, words?" It was, it Use was your shipping. Words. She she said she said Benny and Newt are not going to be shipping. Oh yeah yeah. What does that and mean? I was like I was like, what's shipping? She's like relationshiping. Yeah yeah yeah. We're not. She said we're not shipping Benny and Newt. I'm like shipping them where. <laughs> Like you I'm not shipping them anywhere. That, that makes that makes West sound as old as Danny. <laughs> but yeah, when when that one came up, I was like, I had no clue. That just went. Yeah. He said to me, he told me a few weeks ago, these kids working for us. He's like, they got like lingo and make me feel old. They got yeah. like yeah. words. And I'm like, what? And he goes, he goes, I'm talking to Jenna and she says something and she goes, bet. bet. What? Eva's bet. done that too. Like bet. What does that mean? I think think it means something is good or you agree to it or I don't know what bet means. Didn't you say to Jenna, what the hell is bet? Yeah, because she was like, oh, can we come down and like see the cats like after work? I was like, sure. And she's like, bet. (laughs) I have to get out the Google and put it in there. Put it in the Google machine. Like, what is I don't know if you can Google that. You know, I actually, you I, actually, I actually found a forum that has like many words, and so. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, "Where's my youth?" <laughs> so, so I got this. I got this email yesterday to the rescue, and the person said, "I am thinking about donating, and I need to know what your stance is on BSL." Oh. Uh, and I was thinking, like, did you not know what that was? I don't know no. what that is. Breed specific legislation. Breed specific legislation. Well, and now people, oh, okay. now people are going to wonder what what is our stance on that. And so I told her what I still our, don't understand our what stance. That means. Breed specific means like if you're going to outlaw leg- well, legislation. Breed specific legislation, like in a lot of countries in Europe, they kill them. You're not oh. allowed. They're not allowed to live. Wow. They've like gone to people's doors and confiscate your pit what? bull mix and kill them. 
but but a lot of a Ireland lot of cities like have wow. like in, fr- in France actually uh-huh. just um, that you can't have a mastiff in France anymore. That's the thing is they broaden the horizon of breed specific legislation in various countries, and yeah. and mastiffs are not liked. Yeah. They're just not liked. Wow. Uh, I just I I told like, her I said our our stance on breed specific legislation, you know, whether it applies to a dog or whether it re- applies to races that we wouldn't want to stereotype. We don't want to yeah. make a blanket well, statement about like any breed about or about any race of person that each person, each animal needs to be judged on their own on merit. individuality. When they ask and you like what your stance is, like we don't do that in this country. Like I don't understand the question. I think they wondered she if she wanted it, to know if we if we hated pit bulls. That's right. what she wanted to or know. Or for I guess if we're gonna use rescue funds to lobby for some of those things. Well I don't know if it went that deep. I think she just wanted to know if we hated pit bulls. Yeah. Because she said that? it's specifically related to pit bulls. Yeah. Oh. And I because heard, we typically do not rescue the breed. We typically do not. Well, and there's we've had a handful of them. There's reasons for that. Number one in Texas, the number one most euthanized breed in Texas is a pit mix or a pit bull, and we're frankly just overrun with them in all the shelters in Texas. And it's not that we wouldn't rescue them. It's just they're very difficult to place because very every... Difficult. Sh- very difficult. If you went down to Dallas Animal Services right now, you would find shepherd mixes and pit, pit bull mixes. mixes and lab mixes. And not yeah, like... I went there. That's what was there. That's right. What, that's all that's there. You take you take all the other dogs combined <laughs> and there's three times as many pit mixes in there than that. Because we told you guys, go look in the small dog room and see if there's there was, anything in there. there. There's nothing in there. There was like, already, there was like three in up. there and like two were already adopted <laughs> and one was like a puppy that like, that dog didn't get adopted, so... Well, and that's what people always say. You know, we want you to help this dog. Can you please help this dog? Well, we would love to help more mixed breed dogs that are in the shelters. And we did. We just took 17. But the sad fact of the matter is the majority of people, that's not what they're looking to adopt. That's why they're in the shelter. And it's sad, and it, but it's not our fault. So we can, it's go not pull 15 the shelter's pit, fault. we can go pull 15 pit bull mixes out of the shelter, and we'll have them for the next year. Yep. Yeah. So, you know... It's 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 not that we're not willing to help because you know what we need to do is just you know get them on to other rescues in other parts of the country to where that's like desirable. Which is what you which know? is what Delia does. I mean that's what what her rescue does is try. She she does transport rescue where yes. they pull out of the out of the the yeah. Texas because apparently like in northern states they don't have dogs. She in does shelters. the Pacific Northwest and the and the Northeast. Northeast. There's no and dogs I, up there I without homes. They're in shelters. I don't understand. They, they don't have the problems that we have. Yeah, they don't yeah. have, they've got ordinances in place regarding strays and being able to breed dogs and things. Oh, okay. So, you're, okay. so there's not an overpopulation problem there because of legal legislation. Stuff. No, but there is. Ju- so it's socioeconomic too. There's judgment okay. though, because I had another email a week ago <coughs> from a group in the Northeast and they said, hey, you know, we would like to partner with you for y'all to send dogs to us. And I said, well, these are the kind of dogs that are in our shelters here that need, that need help. And those are going to be pit mixes and mm-hmm. German shepherds. They're going to be large mixed breed dogs. <clears throat> and the response came back to me is, well, if we take those large dogs, can you throw in some small ones? And so I said, because number one, we... 
we don't focus on all areas of dog rescue. You know, we tend to stay in our lane. And you do well to stay in your lane and you do that, you know, do that at 100% as opposed to trying to pull dogs from shelters, vet, vet them to where they can cross state lines and go to other rescues or focus on our sanctuary. You know, we focus on our area, whereas Delia's nonprofit, which is Archangel Animal Network. It's a relocation program. What they're yeah. doing is they're yeah. pulling... They are isolating, vaccinating, and then legally transporting right. across state lines. Mm-hmm. To, and I think that's a great use of nonprofit dollars. And, Absolutely. But it's not what – we can't do that and what we do. We, yeah. And so that's when I say yeah. stay I'm in our I'm glad somebody lane. does that, but that's not what we're geared for. Right. right. <laughs> and we do it from time to time. It's just that's not our main focus, so I just referred her over because yeah. we, I can't, we can't go around trying to cherry pick of what each place wants. The thing I get frustrated with, I get I get really frustrated with the the basic reality of what you just said is, <clears throat> you know, we can't go pull out fifteen pit mixes out of the shelter because we won't be able to place them. And I go, part of me goes, I mean, that's really frustrating that you can't rescue those dogs because you don't have success, but. The, w- the way you have to look at it is if we're, if we're full with these 15 dogs we can't find homes for, we can't help 50 or 100 other yeah. dogs. You, yeah, get you, that, you get that emergency case at the ER, yeah. dog got hit by a car, o- owner surrender, or you know those emergency cases that come out of the blue all the time. My yeah. phone's dinging right now. That, it, that, that could be one right now. And yeah. you, you have to say no. Yeah. Yeah. Those 15 dogs that you have that you can't place and have find homes for for a year – that spot that is in your rescue that that dog is taking up, you could have five other ones over that year. Now you've rescued, you could have rescued five dogs for the one that and you're holding because there's no homes the, for triage. Yeah, exactly. It is. And that's really what it boils down to is triage. I don't like it. I don't like it. What's to like? There's nothing to like about it, but right. we have to work within the confines of the reality of the situation where we live. And, and what that is, is the, that is the reality. And we've it. been doing it for enough years to where it's like, <laughs> but you do, you get, and this is what's hard for me. And you, you do get judged. Yes. Because people want you to do this, yet they don't want to adopt the dog that they want you to right. help. But right. they, but they want you to help the dog. I want people to Some, solve my problems too. Someone should do something. <laughs> Stuff that bothers me, somebody it's else should that just old, fix it. It's that old same saying of somebody should do something, but they're not Somebody's doing you. something. <laughs> yeah. But you guys should do that. No, but bringing it to your attention for you, for to, you do to do it do is it. me doing something. That's right. It's really easy, though. Yeah. I can do it. In like they don't a, have to do anything in order to do that. It makes I can feel better you know, about themselves. In a text message on my lunch break, I can take care of that issue. Yep. Just drop it in your and lap. S- and, and because this could get really mean, this topic oh, could, get, no. could get really mean. Edit button, Wes. <laughs> I got it. Yeah. Because the there's button. a lot of keyboard warriors that, I mean, mean, I see it all the time in rescue. You mean the internet? Yeah. Are they on the Oh. Or they're, oh, they're, sho- on the they're shouting internet. at yeah. somebody else to, to do something. Because and I get it, they're in another state of where this is happening. Leslie's posts of Leslie. I don't know Hale, how Leslie, she does it. She, I, I mean, she, she's a networker. She, yeah, I mean that's what she is. She's a networker, and a lot of people don't. A lot of people don't understand the dichotomy of different things that people roles that they take in rescue. Like you said, Delia, she's a transporter rescue. We, we all have our lanes, right? 
and people are good in their lane, so let them do you yeah. know what they're good at. Right, and, and Leslie, we have a lot of different lanes. I mean, like, we do. Yes. I mean, we're kind. Of, I, I mean, we kind of a, we're kind of well rounded. We do a lot of different things. We try to do a whole. We're, lot of we are things. multifaceted. We are multifaceted, but you know, Leslie Hennings is she's based in Texas, and she she can tell a story that will rip your heart out about every day, like four times a day. Four her times po- a day. And what she does is she she relays information. Like somebody sends her some horrific picture in South Texas, and believe me, there's there's millions of them. I see them every day. Some dog hit by a car <laughs> and laying on the side of the road, and it's bleeding, and nobody's doing anything. And all Leslie has is the photo. Because somebody looking. sent it to and her and so, told somebody, her where it was. Somebody on the ground out there sent it to her, and all she can do... Is, is shout it is, out. Is, is, is put a spotlight on it. Is right. there anyone in this Location? area that could help? Yeah. Can anybody help? And the, what comes up on her thread is, Why don't you do it? Who's taking a picture of that dog yeah. and driving away? And who's... who? And, and it all goes to her. It yeah. all, it's I don't all, know, it's, I don't it's know. all directed at her. It's all directed at her. I don't know how yeah. The hardest part about her yeah. job is that. She's got a yeah. thick skin. Wow. Yeah. And she, she can get a lot of attention, and attention can be good, but attention can be bad because you get people like that. They're just stepping into the post. You have no context of who it is you're looking at. They think it's her Where that's taking the dog those pictures. Is, you know, these dogs are like hundreds of miles away. They're not, way down, they're, way they're, down. They're, they're not usually t- in Dallas. 10 to 12 hours you know? away right. one way. And she's then, in Dallas, right. but she's sharing photos of dogs that are like, 300 miles yeah. away. She didn't take the picture. She didn't take She's the picture and drive by. away. Right. You know, but w- and once again, we can explain this at length on a podcast, but once again, you're still dealing with the public. Yes. Someone walks into a Facebook post and just thinks they're just going to open their mouth and fix it on their lunch break. Yeah. You should go help that dog. Why didn't you do it? I'm going to go back to my pizza. To, that happens to us as well. Well, once again, it's the internet. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, I got mad the other day. No way. Really? And I'm going to tell the story. I don't care if she listens to the podcast. Oh, great. Well, I mean, it's not like you're going to not going to name I, a I name. Just wanna, I just want to tell people what gets said to us sometimes. Well, beep. I mean, <laughs> I'm going to mark the timestamp here. <laughs> well, beep. it would be the other thing, like, and you may have to timestamp this, but I'm just going to say it because the boys are sitting here. But you know, I got that email where the lady was upset that I had not given her a dog when she told me that her Chihuahua would bite other dogs and she lives quite she wants she wants a bordeaux and she wanted a bordeaux (laughs) and and i just said i at the time she applied i said no i'm just not willing to move forward with the distance that you live and what you've told me about your dog i'm sorry i can't move forward so then she wanted another dog from us right now and i said i'm already working with the family i just started working with the family and it looks like they're perfect for this dog it was the next morning I got an email that just, it would well, donkey. No, it was not the next morning. Donkey passed away. And one hour later I got the email. So I was just reeling from donkey passing. And this email comes in and tells me what a horrible person I am. 
and that I must be turning her away because she doesn't make a lot of money. Well, I don't ever ask anyone how much money they make, so how would I know? Um, that You know, because she just told you. That's that it. she's a certain race, and maybe I don't like oh. her because she's that race. Okay. Well, I also never ask anyone what their race is and never have. And then she just went on to name several things. And that she was sure that when I made mistakes in life that people gave me second chances and... I mean, it went on and on. And at first I was going to reply to it because it was so awful. And then I just thought, you know what? There's nothing that I'm going to say nope. that nope. is going to make one bit of difference. <clears throat> and so I just had to hit delete. But if people could read some of the things that are said to us and sent to us, they and, would be shocked. And yeah, and... You know, once again, if you're dealing with the public, you're dealing with the Internet, unfortunately, these things are always, always, always going to happen. The vast majority of people are not like that. This is true. Somebody, somebody like that, Laura, you know, you just have to realize that they're just they're just not well. Yeah. They're they just, got other. They're just, they're just not doing well. <coughs> like, man, you really want a dog that bad? Like, you can drive five, well, drive, I drive five miles in any direction. Seriously. Anywhere in Texas, there's a shelter full of dogs, exactly. I promise you. Seriously. But Especially if you want a big dog, you want a big yeah. dog. But no, well, tell the story that you're going to tell because I think it is indicative of exactly what we were talking There's about. On also, really quick, one aspect of that, which is <laughs> some people with like with like the 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 attention of the page, they don't want just like any dog. They want one of our dogs. Yeah, because it comes with like some people kind of use it as like you know you get like a little clout. Or you get a prestige like a little club. You, you you get you get like a little a little more attention, I guess. I got on, one on from like them. Ha happy tales or whatever. Or dogs have you, status. You get a little, yeah. Or the or the dogs like that's true. Or the dogs yep. popular, yep. and you know, and so part of that is like understandable. Part of, some people act too much like that's why they want it, and it's kind of cringy. And it's mm -hmm. like, well, that's not. I want what's best for the dog. Right. Well, it's always at the forefront of anything know? we do. Is yeah. what's best for the dog, and I'm always gonna. In adoptions, I'm always going to look at that very first, and I won't ever change. And yeah. you know, and that's the way it has to be. But this person, <clears throat> this is the post on Katmai, which is a she's a pit she's a pit pit mix whatever you want to call it, um, out of a Dallas shelter, and the comment was, it went something like, "Hmm, that's ironic, because I asked you to help me with a pit mix that I had." And you told me that you don't take that breed. So it took me months and months and months to find a place for that dog. And it ended up being like 1,100 miles away. And how, like, how nice it would have been if you would have just taken my pit mix. And it made me really mad. It made me really mad because <clears throat> I said, and I w commented back to her, which I don't comment that Often on the, on the page, especially if I'm mad, because we try to stop you from doing that. <laughs> <laughs> well, and because usually there's when you think about it, just like what I did with that lady, there's not much point. Right. The only winning move is not to play. You're not going to solve. Exactly. You're not going to change their mind. You're exactly. not going to. No. But I but I couldn't help myself. I know because I was in I was in the mode of donkey had died, and like I said on the page, when my dog dies. I usually shut the page down because I need I need some time to like. Well, especially when they die like that. That well, I mean, I find my dog dead, you right. know, 
and I couldn't close the page because I've got 17 dogs coming in. We had just committed to a huge rescue. Right. I'm not, we can't just ignore them. I just can't, I, I can't do that because I have to do what's best for these dogs. So I, it, you know, I came at a, at a kind of a raw state to, to talk about each one of these dogs through that day. And I knew it would be a task for me. I, I knew it would. And sure enough, you know, I get slammed up against the wall because we rescued a pit mix. And I get a comment like that. So I went back at her and said, it's not, it's not ironic. It's not one bit ironic. I said, it's frustrating as hell that we live in a state where we're overrun by this breed. And we can't rescue pit bulls like, you know, right and left we did for the reasons we've just discussed. We can't do that. <clears throat> and so it's exhausting. It is exhausting. And it's if we could fix the problem, we would fix. We would have fixed it five years ago, six years ago. Right. Well, it's, you, you walk through the shelter and you're trying to find dogs to choose out of the shelter, and you walk past pit after pit, and you have, just have to do this because right. Because, like you said, for the reasons we've just expressed, like that's hard. It's right. hard to do that. And that's what it's I. And that's, that's what I said. Is I said except for we're standing right in front of that dog, and so you know what? Yeah. How hard is that? So, it, so you're, we're going to pluck one. We're going to pluck one out that speaks to us. And these aren't typically dogs that we focus on. No. Just and, like and and we don't what? on we, German Shepherds. And we, it's not and a dog we might we have on. that dog for seven months before we place her. I don't know. So for you to come at me. Because publicly. Publicly. Because we didn't to take to try to shame us. Yeah. Exactly. And that's, and that's the part that you take exception to is. When you're working very hard and you put a lot of your heart into what you're doing and you're doing it to the best of your ability, then for someone to want shit to shame on you, you, to shit on you, to sh want to shame you publicly, yeah. it's kind of like you want to come kick me in the gut. So you want to just disavow every other good thing we've ever done and you want to settle on this and that's what you want right. to present to the you know public and have them. It, it hurts. Right. So she took her post down. Because uh, uh, clearly. Well, she 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 she, she removed her, her comment. Her comment, yeah. Her which comment, I her comment on our post. Which I felt like that was a little bit of an acknowledgement. Yep. Oh shit. Yeah, that she yeah. was wrong oh, to, oh, to got, do that. Yeah. That was the wrong thing to do. Yeah. Because it's not something. I'm sure we she'll set never out. do it again. <laughs> Or like you make a comment like that, like what yeah. are you hoping to achieve with a comment like that? That she, that she, what's your goal? Well, I think sometimes <clears throat> when people make a comment like that, because I've been that person, uh -oh. uh oh, in my life, in her previous life, <laughs> I'm old, I'm getting old now, and so I do, I am able Bet. to. <laughs> <laughs> Bad. Getting old slaps. I do slaps. keep quiet Shipping. a little more, and I don't say every single thing that comes to mind. Cap. But sometimes I think people just have that knee-jerk reaction and just vomit out, you know, whatever they're thinking. Or, you know, I'm this upset me, so let me just type it out to you really quickly how I'm feeling. And then maybe when you read it back, you think, oh, you know, did I really need to make that comment? Mm -hmm. Whereas me now at my age, generally, I try to think about it first before I... <laughs> it, you know, it takes a lot for me to comment on Facebook. It, I, it usually it's usually I'm either touched by somebody and something personal that they're going through 
And even at that, I'd prefer to send them a private message. Yeah. Yeah. As opposed to a comment. You do that on ten who, times for every on one time. Who it is? Yeah. Them. Do you have a yeah. relationship with this well, person? Well, I mean, even if their dog's passed away, to say you know I'm really sorry, that yeah. kind of a thing. But um, well, we've talked about this before. So, bef- you know, seven years ago. I might prior to her being under the magnifying glass of the Lone Star Dog <laughs> Ranch. You know, I would maybe post more things you know, on her personal page. And you know, that stuff lasts forever, Laura. And, yep. <laughs> and nothing ever really bad, but maybe more of my opinions on right. some things. And then once we began the rescue, and I also realized, you know, that I could post something that might affect the Lone Star Dog Ranch in one light or another. And so I realized I had a responsibility to be careful with what because you're you are a I representative. Said. You really are a representative. And so I dialed everything way way back. So generally now, if I comment on something, if someone's going through something, I want to acknowledge, yeah, what they're going through. Or, um, but you're not throwing up a political post or never. <laughs> yeah. I would never. Probably for the best. Never, <laughs> never, never. It is for the best. And like, I try and not to. It's too bad <laughs> everybody doesn't Seriously. follow that motto. And yeah. I try not to say anything mm. negative. I'm not saying never, but I just try to refrain. And if I feel some that I need to address something, I would just do it privately. Yeah. Well, that's why it was. It, that's what I'm saying. It was very unusual for me to comment on our own page with something that made me mad, because I I seldom do that. Well, you guys it was, usually well, talk it me was, out of it. It was a pretty yeah. bold and shitty comment to it make. It really was. On a public forum, on a, on a post about us rescuing a dog from a shelter. Yeah. On a day okay. that your dog passed away. That's, like, that's one of the things I hate about Facebook or the internet in general. It's like someone makes a post. Here's what the post is about. This is happening with this. And these are the details of it. And then someone goes... Oh well, me. I know. They see the attention of the of the post you're getting, and they want some of that attention too. And they go, "Well, me." It's called thread jacket. Look at me. My dog looked like that too. My uh, my dog did that. My dog died too. Or my uh, you should rescue my dog. Or me 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 yeah. me me me. Go away. And but so, but you know that that's that. There are just certain types of people out there who. I don't even think they'll ever understand the internet anyway or like how it works or different like I guess like social cues I guess so to I speak. I think that like what, yeah, that's context, a, it's empathy, a, read the room. intelligence, all those things. I know but see it's important when you know when you say the internet because people are people are in their little clutch of what they internet or how they internet or how they internet. Yeah. And then there's, you know, you're talking about like kids and, you know, bet and plates and what are things. <laughs> God, we sound so old. <laughs> kids old. are talking about bets in the new they, they internet in a completely different are you way. Sure it's bet like B E T. Can you ask me? No, it's bet. I've seen it in the chat. <laughs> what is it? B E T. It's bet. Can you please find out what that means? Bet. It I means still like kind of cool. don't know what it means. It just it means, means like, like cool, yes. Bet? Yes. Like awesome. What does bet stand for? Stands for bet. I don't know. Like something's better. Are you so old? I don't know. That's but a we, fair question, though. Like, why is yeah. it bet? What does it bet comes mean? From the we Latin need, word. We need to find out. <laughs> I'm about to ask because I need to derive from the Latin betina. You can't Google that. It's no, like, I'm not, gonna ask. Go ahead. Google the word bet. The see what comes up. Hey, yeah. I'm going ask, to the youngsters. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what does bet mean? So yeah, the 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 internet 
has all different kinds of clicks. groups and cliques that do things differently. Yeah. And some people on the internet are just mean. And no matter where they go, that's what the, that's what the internet is. For. Well, that's, some people are there to, to, to fight. To fight. Those people yeah. are like that anywhere in their life, and the internet gives them an outlet to inflict not, not, that not, on not others. Not all the time. Not all, you know, you can you can run into like the nicest person ever who you would never think, and then you go onto their Facebook page, and it's just like flame wars. Some people just like get caught up in that. You get kind of addicted to it, and you just do it all the time. Um, and it's, I don't really think it's healthy. I just don't like, understand it. So then when it crosses onto my page, then I'm just like, that isn't how I internet. <laughs> so just don't be. And the way you, the way you run your page where you stomp that out all the time, like that's, that's like an oasis in the desert on the internet. Like that's a unicorn on the internet because, because every, yeah, and, you, and you'll, and you'll understand that if, if anything, when anything like really blows up or you get a post, that's like, you get a post with like I don't know three thousand comments on it or something like that, and like a and like a I thousand have the shares. answer. It has come in. And you get you get like you get like other you'll because other realms of the internet will come to your space, yes. and you see how the discourse is like dramatically different. Yes, and that's yeah when they br they bring their they bring their their internet nastiness to my page, or or or, or they're just bringing their different styles of clicks, or it's nastiness, or it's questions. It just all kind of comes flooding through. See, I don't think you explore different cracks and crevices. Like you don't do, you don't go and look at stuff on the internet where those people do. Like I don't because I don't want to be around them. See, because but so you don't, you don't. Well, not all of them are bad. I mean, there's there's many different avenues and forums, and people have very respectful and intelligent discourse. And I would love to read. I'd rather. I'd rather love to read commentary where people can debate an issue. Civilly, it's rare, but you can find it's it. It's rare, but you can find, it. and that's why the way you run your page, like you don't really realize it, but like I said, it's it's not the norm of pages with a bunch of followers that you know. There's lots of comments on every post. Like usually, places like that are taken over by trolls, like slowly, and then, like because because the because people that moderate pages or forums like that don't stamp that out; they just let it take over their group. Mm. So. So then trolls are all yeah, over it. Yeah, that's what, that's what and it's, usually it's, becomes of communities like that is they get <sighs> the trolls creep in and they don't get stomped out in time. And then they, and then the, the, the trolls creep in and then people get upset by those trolls, even though the trolls don't really mean what they're saying at all. They're just looking to upset somebody, yeah. which is extra creepy and gross. That's we what trolling talk about is. That yeah. later. But, you know, people will get upset by certain comments and then they just are conditioned to be upset or conditioned to be hyper defensive on anything that they see. And they do that all the time, all the time, all the time. Yeah. And it's just it's just it's just gross. and the original purpose or message of the community is lost in that in in the garbage. Yeah. Which is which is exactly why I hate you call it thread jacking the, that post where, uh, uh, you know, you make a post about a dog and someone just wants to hijack it and be like oh there's another there's another dog too or or this one yeah. or me 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 it's like no i'm making a post just trying to highlight this dog right make it about you or your dog or i see i mean i'll i'll see that with the, and, the and raise you a pit bull <laughs> <Yes>. yeah <laughs> so we're like the old people over here at this yeah let's table. google what bet means <laughs> So I'm like, I'm, I, I needed to know what does bet mean because this is a new one. I don't even know this one. And so I had to like text the young people that we're involved with, 
and they all are coming back over here and I'm like, hey, we're podcasting. I need to know what bet means. So the first thing that comes in from Jenna, she says, it's like, okay, like I'll be there in 20 minutes and you can reply bet. And Emma says, it's basically you bet without the you. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. That makes more sense. That makes more sense. Oh, I got yeah. it now. You're going to be there on time? You <laughs> bet. Just bet. Why didn't you just and so, like, Why do we need new words? We got perfectly good words at home. Exactly. <laughs> and we're old people. How are we supposed to keep up? You know? You bet. Bet. So no, just, just bet. Drop the you bet. bet. I got it. Now, if we start saying that to them, do you think they'll look at us cockeyed? No, like, Eva will yell at you. You can't say They get that. upset. <laughs> you need to use all these words like in one sentence to Eva. And just make them. <laughs> the steam will come language, up. Grandma. <laughs> I even told her like, because I, because I like slaps like a song like that that, some of those words like they stick in like that's a great word for that and there's no other word for that and so like a Makes song you feel sl- hip, but even if I <laughs> yeah even if I say it correctly like with like the way they say it she's like you can't say that you're old I'm like oh thanks that's fantastic says it real low too like that you can't say that you're old well there's another one is when something hits like I'm like what do you mean it yeah. hits like when it, it hits, hits di- or like- hits different. Yeah, like something hits different. Uh, does it mean it feels different? What does you know? It's hits like it's it's, ref- it's refreshing and good and out of the norm. Like <clears throat> I just feel really old. like the like that like like that chop that new chocolate cookie that you made. That cookie hits different. It hits different because <laughs> <laughs> it's not like the other cookies, and it's better. That cookie hits different. Well, at the close of this podcast, well, are you gonna? Uh, I want to talk about donkey. Yeah. Um. I'm not sure if people knew exactly kind of what I was seeing with him. I, I, sometimes I can't remember like how detailed the posts that I write about. You you wrote about his heart and where and he had been in the ADC. We covered on the show too, like but not everybody sees that or listens to that. But right. Well, I mean, he just he wasn't doing great, you know. And I I, I would kind of text you guys in the morning a picture of him sitting next to his bowl and he's just not going to eat his food. And I talked to Travis multiple times about. You know, as I go to feed my dogs and they all come to the back porch and everybody, we're just going to, you know, he goes into the garage and Levon goes into the garage because they're a little food aggressive. So they're going to eat separately. And it's just got to be like the last month or so that I'm, you know, it's dog food time. Yeah, I mean, everybody remembers what donkey was like. He was starting <laughs> griping. I, w- I always go outside with my dogs in the morning before we go to eat. And so he would, he'd stand outside and just bark. Hurry up and come back. I'm hungry. He's like, you need, hurry up because we're I'm going waiting. To well, he made like this whining noise. Yes. I mean, he'll sit in front of me and just... <laughs> because, I mean, he's like Mort. You know, it's when our, like if a dog like Mort suddenly doesn't come in for food anymore, yeah. we've got a problem. Big problem. Right. So that's what I've got with Donkey. Because Donkey, mm. he likes eating every time, all of it. Mm. That's I mean, that's how he eats. So it got to, it, it started kind of, he would like sleep on the couch in my bedroom and I'd get up to go outside with the dogs and he doesn't get off the couch to even like come outside to go to the bathroom. So then we start walking to the back porch and he doesn't come in. He's just in the bedroom. Sometimes he's outside. So, <clears throat> you know, I talked to Dr. Reno about it and she's like, well, she talked to Dr. Rolf about it and said, you know, he does, his heart is enlarged. He's on all the meds that they could give him. There was one med that they could 
Dr. Rolf added a little bit. He goes, I really don't think it's going to make that much of a difference, but we can try it. But he said, you know, maybe he's uncomfortable bending his head all the way down to the ground to eat his food. So raise his food because it's putting pressure on his chest. So I tried that. He didn't really make a difference. Dr. D said, put him on pain meds in case he has arthritis, in case he's uncomfortable to bend his neck. or Because, you know, he's, he's got to be old. That didn't make any difference. <coughs> so Dr. Rolf upped his medication. And I talked to Dr. D last Friday. And I said, you know, I'm really not seeing a difference in this medication. And she said, he wanted to give it two weeks. And then from there, we'll reassess. Well, two weeks was the day he died. So, <coughs> and she told me then, she goes, it's like D. Wayne. She goes, he could at any time just pass away. Which I, you know, you know it in your head, but you don't know it. You know what I mean? It's mm -hmm. like. Oh, I know it. Well, you know, with your cameras, you know, I would like to talk to my donkey boy. Mm-hmm. And. I found him on the camera like several times in the backyard and he was really still Yeah, and I couldn't see his chest moving. And so I would get on there and wake him up to make sure he was still alive because I thought he was gone. Yeah. And then I think like a week before he died, I told you, you know, I really hope when it's his time for him to go that he doesn't have to be rushed to the ER or right. be taken to Dr. Reno's. I just didn't want him to be in distress and you having to try to get him. Like what I had to do with Ethel. Yeah. I, I hate that. She's in, in terrible pain and she's dying. And I have to hurriedly try to get her. It was early in the morning when she was yeah. dying. Yeah. And I, I, think I, I think, was it you or Trav that I needed help loading her in the car? Because it's she's heavy and you know she can't get up, and I'm thinking and she was only like 80 pounds. Donkey's a lot bigger dog than mm -hmm. Ethel was, and so I I think of things like that too, you know. I don't want a situation where I can't get the help that I need to load him to hurry up and put him to sleep. So you had just said that. Just well, a I few just because I thought that. you know I would much rather him like go over in his spot in the back porch under his window there in his home mm -hmm. or outside in the sun yeah where he liked to go out there and lay as opposed to him having to be rushed down the freeway because it's always in the middle of the night or the weekend or when dr reno's not available that's the only time dogs have emergencies right. i always think about it like when you're when your dog passes away like donkey did i mean yeah that's a blessing because to me the worst is like I had to do with Ripley, where you have to put your dog to sleep even though she's awake and she looks at you. That's the worst. It was, <laughs> I would take what Donkey did. Every time, every 10 times time. out of 10. And you know what? I, can, I mean, I counsel so many clients who've lost their dogs. And, and I've always said, your dog just passing away at home is a gift to Such you. A, and because and, and he was a good boy. I always said he was a good donkey boy. But like and, what I went through with Georgia, where she died and she came back. And then she's looking at me. Mm -hmm. And then I, now, you know, now I'm supposed to go put you to sleep exactly. when you're looking at me and you've, wa you've awakened for me? That was the worst. That's the worst. It was the worst. I'm getting Niagara Falls just thinking that's, that's the worst. It but, was, <clears throat> but, you know, you have to realize, too, it's like, <clears throat> like, like Georgia. She, she wakes up and she sees you. And, yeah, you have to, you know, 
make the decision to put her back to sleep. It's not like it's not like she knows that. She sees you. You're there. That's all she cares about. And then she died. Yeah. I didn't put her to sleep. <coughs> she, right. di- she died. That's yeah. what they call the surge, right? Yeah. She. Uh, yeah. She came. She came back to life, and then she saw me, and yeah. so she's got adrenaline. She surged yeah. because. You know? Yeah. And then and then that didn't last, and then mm-hmm. she and then she died. Yeah. So, <coughs> what happened with Kofax was. I had some baking to do because I had to get the uh, orders out for people who had gifts. So it wasn't very much. It was only like five orders that I had to bake and get off to the UPS store. And Jessica was getting her IV infusion, so I stopped over there to check on her and make sure everything, all of that went well and pick up Daryl because Travis was driving back that day. (coughs) So I got back. It was a beautiful day. I mean, it was... Because I'm going to take my dogs for a walk because I don't walk my dogs unless it's a beautiful day. (laughs) (laughs) She don't do it when it's cold, She doesn't like it cold. She don't like it when it's cold. So I pulled up on the driveway, and I mean, I put my purse on top of my car. I I mean, I I just went straight to the side gate, and all my dogs are there because they can hear my car coming home. But Donkey's not there, and I'm not looking for him because a lot of times he's asleep in the house. He's on the couch or he's on the back porch. And I didn't, I, I don't know why, but I didn't look across the yard. Because all my dogs were right here. So I opened the gate, and they came out, and I shut the gate, and we off we went on a walk. And we went around the front to Trav's house. Did I talk to you out there? No, I saw you on the porch, though. I didn't want to say anything because I didn't want to trigger your pack to run towards me, and then you <laughs> So we went the back way and then came back up the back way. And when I come up the back way from the trails, I'm lower than my backyard. And as I got halfway, I could see I could see him laying there. And Kitty's barking because Kitty doesn't come because I'm not going to get stickers in Kitty's hand. Oh, Kitty. <laughs> so Kitty's barking along the fence line, and I can see I can see him laying on the on the flagstone, and I knew then he was dead because he would have got up. He would never he would never lay there. Yeah. So I ran as fast as I could up there, and he, I mean he was cold already. He'd been dead for he he did not have rigor mortis, so he you know he. 20 minutes. Maybe. Maybe just like 20 minutes. Because he was alive when I left. He was alive. Mm-hmm. And if you had to pick a place, like the number one place for him to pass away, that's where he passed away. Yep. Yeah. And He went out there late in the sun. That's yeah. what he loved to do. Mm-hmm. It's his yard, you know? Get away from my yard. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, what he, that's what he loved more than anything, besides going for a walk, which... You know, he died on Monday afternoon. On Sunday afternoon, I took all of them for a walk, and he came with me, and he made the whole trip. He stayed right on. He stayed right at my hip the whole time, and he made it the whole way. I mean, I can see him labor. He's old. He labors, but so you know. Well, he was. He enjoyed going on the walks. You know, I laughed like maybe six weeks ago. You know, we went on a walk. And well, he has some criminal behavior sometimes. And he w- and he went off, and you told him to stay with us, and he didn't. Mm-hmm. And he went in the creek and went all the way around to Travis's house. And he gets I mean, re- and, they, and then he got too tired. Yeah. And Travis had to go get him on the ranger. Yeah. And he brings him back muddy, and you know he had to go get him on the ranger a couple of weeks ago though too. Same thing. I've done it like four times in the last like. Know, yeah, I'm weeks. glad he was naughty and he ran off in the creek and did what he did. <laughs> yeah. He was happy out there. He was just tired and needed a ride yeah. home. Yeah. I mean, he, anyway, he had a great life. I mean, he really did. He had a great life coming out of South Texas in a shelter. I have no idea how that dog ends up in a shelter. Just yeah. We got his photo 
you know, it came across our cell phones when we were in New Orleans, and he was just gorgeous. Yeah. Wagging that little crooked tail in that video. And they were scared of him. Was it, wasn't that what they said about him, that the man was scared of him or something? I can't remember. I just remember he was in the shelter. I can't remember if there was owner any owner saying anything about him. Anyway, I had him for five years. It would be five years in April. And he was an old dog when we got him. I think he's probably close to 10. I mean, Easy. Yeah. Easily 10. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was kind of one of those mastiffs where it's like, he's like always old to you. Yeah. You know, he was never like a young, like. Puppy know. or anything. No. He sure did love <coughs> Travis, though. He loved Travis too much. It was a sickness. He yeah. would, he would like from when you first got him. Travis thinks that when we first got him, he went home with Travis for a couple yeah, of days. Stay with me for like three or four nights or something like that. And he so. was just like, he just infatuated with him. After he was that. very normal in my house. He wasn't like that. And then, you know, he went to. You know, he. I'm not sure if he was at the ranch or. I we did have him at the ranch for a while. I forget kind of how that bounced around. That was a weird time. It was like before sanctuary and like. Yeah. We had different protocols with just the ranch and. <coughs> anyway, well. but yeah, ever since he went to your house and I would go over there, he would just like lose his mind. Yeah, he was. He was just. And I would have to be careful, like. When I would come in, you can't give donkey too much. And affection. I couldn't. He would yeah. do that with everybody. It wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't just, like just me or anything. Yeah, he just so. couldn't tolerate having too much affection. He'd, he'd just go over the top. And he's a big dog. Yeah. Well, when we had the cookie <laughs> factory, you know, when COVID first started, and then all of our offices were shut down, so I was coming to the cookie factory every day. Every day, and so we would eat lunch. At your and she likes to give him stuff. Yes. <laughs> he looks hungry. <laughs> He's a good he boy. I'm a donkey boy. He and so to give you that meat waffle. And so I'm like giving him a little Chick-fil-A, you know, a little water burger, French fries, pieces of cookie. And <laughs> I would go home and like I would be slime down my back, yep. down my thighs, you know, my shoes. Everything would just be slime from donkey. Yeah. And Jessica would be griping because we riled donkey up in the cookie factory. <laughs> but it it was those are good memories. He's of a good girl. <laughs> <laughs> he was loved. He was loved. So yeah, we'll say good night on donkey. <laughs>
dress that doesn't let me choose Where once there was a darkness deepening in the sky 